Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. The binge without the purge is a dangerous game. Bringing you the music of Brooklyn and beyond to the world. You're listening to The Road and Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. I go by the name Matt Attack. We open the show with our guest this evening, Run, Hide, Fight, their demo. And we're going to talk about that. Eat your heart out. Run, Hide, Fight are going to be playing in town, that is in New York City, this Friday night at the Parkside Lounge. And it is going to be an absolutely, absolutely killer lineup. Parkside Lounge is at 317 East Houston Street. And so Run, Hide, Fight is playing with the Electric Mess, who I've seen in a freaking amazing, fun, fun, fun band to see live. Teen Cobra and the Primitive Thinks. And then they're going to do it all over again on Saturday night in Philly. So lots of opportunities, whether you're in New York City or Philadelphia, to catch this great lineup. A double dose of dynamite, as Hidden Volume Records are referring to it. So 
We're hearing a little bit of Radis Post for their song Lost Waves. They are on Area Parada Records. We're going to follow it with the Thinglers' Leave Me Alone. They're also on Area Parada Records. Something brand new from Justine and the Unclean. And then the B-side of Run, Hide, Fight's debut single. And then we'll be back and we will talk with Gita from the band. And we'll get more information on Friday night's show. My name is Matt Attack. You are listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
run, hide, fight, because I love you. And I love you, Gita. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> oh, I love you too, Matt. I'm doing well. <laughs> Good. Doing well over and here. I, I think just to let everybody know um, that there's been quite a heavy downpour on the East Coast for when, whenever and wherever people end up listening to this show. Um, and so we made the decision, because I think family and safety is always the highest priority, uh, that it was far better for Gita to remain in Philadelphia, and we'll see you on Friday evening at the Parkside Lounge. Um, but this is too good of a show that you guys are playing on Friday night not to talk about it and get people out. Oh, sure. I am so psyched for these two nights. Um, Hidden Volume Records presents with Electric Mess, who are amazing. We oh, played with are. them um, in Baltimore at Hamden Fest on the Hidden Volume Records stage. Ah, cool. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, we got to experience that live, you know, excitement. And we were like, we got to have more of this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we had to, you know, luckily we got to set these nights up. And we've got Teen Cobra was also there playing at Hamden Fest on that stage. And the Primitive Finks have uh, had a Hidden Volume Records release before, although I believe now they're on high tide. We'll, we'll forgive them for that. <laughs> just this once. Just, just, this, this just this once. Well, we are going to get to hear from all of those uh, bands in a little bit. Um, before we just sort of chat a bit more about uh, Run, Hide, Fight, just want to let people know that we open that set with Leave Me Alone by The Thinglers, who are on Area Parada Records. That was out on September 24th, very close to your release date. Uh, and then we followed it with the lead single from Justine and the Unclean, who are on Rumbar Records. They are out of Boston. The EP is called Heartaches and Hot Problems. I think we've all been there. And the uh, song is called The System is Set to Self-Destruct. And uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to see Justine and the Unclean in the future as well, if they'll make it down to New York City. But you guys are making it up to New York City Friday night and the Parkside Lounge. Let, let me ask yes, you. Yes, we are. <laughs> Yay! And you know what? We're gonna we're gonna set something up with Justine and the Unclean as well. So get look out. forward to that in the future. Get out! Yeah, awesome, man. <laughs> I yeah, love, we're I, thinking about that for the spring. I love it when my worlds overlap like that. Yay! That like oh. I love this band, and then I love this band, and then one of the members of the band says, yes, we're going to play with that band you love. And I'm like, yay, now let's figure it out if I can be there. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very gratifying and validating to one's ear, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I think you should play together, in fact. <laughs> oh, the times I spend putting together gig lineups on you know bands, and then every once in a while they do come to fruition – uh, but most of the time they don't. You know, that's just sort of one of the things that I love to do. Hey, um, oh, totally. It's like more fun than, for me anyways, than fantasy football is like your fantasy lineup. <laughs> yes, exactly. Timeless Palooza. Timeless Palooza. Everybody can come back from the grave. You know, we could be playing with the seeds in that case. You right? could. Would they, not, <laughs> would they not be awesome with you guys? Oh, oh absolutely. Abso I, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> so maybe we'll do one of those hologram tours with them or, or something like that. Oh my God. I was so freaked out by this Roy Orbison hologram tour because I was like, but I love Roy Orbison. And then I was like, this is very wrong. And I was like, but I love Roy Orbison. But this is very creepy. Like, is it just the right kind of creepy? Or is this like slippery slope creepy? Because I didn't go, you know, see the Dio um, hologram tour. It's not, you know, my cup of tea, really. Sure. But, uh, you know... 
Yeah. If they were going to, I guess if they were going to, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about this stuff? No. Just, just no. <laughs> just a very hard no. No, I, 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 no, I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Just, I, I, the, the thing I love about live music is just that interaction or the intimacy with the performer on, on stage and the authenticity. And I don't think you would get that with a hologram. Like it would be like, wow, the music's fantastic. I do love this performer, but you know, no. Yeah. The whole living thing comes along with live usually. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you, yes. Usually. Usually. <laughs> usually. <laughs> hey, so I want to ask you about the name, of course, Run, Hide, Fight. So I have two theories, and they're probably both wrong. But I, I, okay. I think of, like, fight or flight. And then my other sort of, you know, idea is a little bit darker. And it's, like, from active shooter training. Yeah. Well, uh I think that the, all, I will say all of the above, but really it was, um, you know, I was just, things have changed a lot in the recent years. And <laughs> yes. I remember in my day growing up, it was like, uh, you know, stop, drop and roll. That's what the scary thing you had to remember was. <laughs> Correct. Right? The house, something caught on fire somewhere, right? And then I was watching these PSAs. Um, it's part of my education is just a PSA nerd. And so I was listening though. And first it was like run, hide, tell. And then when I heard that it had changed to run, hide, fight, I thought, oh, gosh, they've just given up that this is ever going to stop. <laughs> and, you know, you may as well fight because they're going to die anyways. And I just thought I was really struck by that. And so, it, you know, at first I just thought, wow, what a, you know, what a sign of the times. And then there was, you know, I as I rolled this band name around with some people, some other people had a more positive take on it, which was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if you're standing up against any sort of adversity, you know, you may as well fight for what you believe in. And uh, now that I, you know, that it's been a, about a year and people are trying to Google us and we're like traumatizing them. <laughs> but like, if you look, you have to spell run, hide, fight, all one word and then put banned. Otherwise, you're going to see these these horrible videos. But that's also part of our reality right now, which it I is. really hate it. I hate it. But like, you know you can only look away for so long. Like, I don't know. I think punk rock has always been, and, and garage rock is the original punk rock to me. And I, it's always been a form of protest, you know? So I'm just saying, you got to look at this. And uh, that's, uh, is that a roundabout answer? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's, yeah. it sort of fits in with, with what I, I was thinking. Um, and to save people the time of doing the Google search, um, where do we want to direct people as the best place? It's runhidefightband.com? Yes, runhidefightband.com will take you to all of our social media as well. So, yeah, don't, you know, don't traumatize yourself. Just go straight to the source, baby. <laughs> of, of rock and roll fun. Of ro yes, of yes, of, of rock and roll no, fun. No, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, you've referred, or the band's been referred to as a Philadelphia supergroup. Right. So, so first, can you tell me who else is in the band? And um, for those people who might not know, I mean, I'm pretty fluent in the independent music scene in Brooklyn and New York City, not as fluent in the independent music scene in Philadelphia. Sure. So I will start out with that. Our lead guitar player is John Terleski, JT, known as Brother JT, who has a, a really successful and amazing um, career career. As Brother JT right now, he's got um, a record out on 
Thrill Jockey that came out in March, and he's been, I think he's had a few records on Thrill Jockey and Drag City, and before that, he was in all these killer garage bands, um, the Original Sins, who are on Bar None, and the Creatures of the Golden Dawn, I think, you know, he's a teenager then, but these are like, they're like staples of Little Stevens Underground, and okay. I, you know, I'm like such a fan of his that... That's, you know, I, I they would play every amazing garage rock show here in Philly. And, um, you know, my first band here in town was Rockula, which he was, you know, lucky enough. I was lucky enough for him to help me find musicians here to play with. Um, John was in a, a garage rock band here in Philly called the Three for Tens that t- toured around the country and I believe it, in Europe as well, as well as this, um, a pretty well-known, like, alt I hate to say alt countryish kind of you know Wilco. What do you call Wilco? Anyways, they're kind of like sure. that band called Mara. I've yeah. I've seen them. They were very good. Yeah, yeah, they 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 were very good. They I think they are playing again sometime this month actually. But I mean, no, John's not in that band anymore. Okay. And Christine was in Garage Bands here in Philly, May Pang, and then you know a long time ago, uh, JT and Christine. Had, were in a band called Suffolk that got back together uh, for like a benefit for somebody a few years ago, and they play occasionally as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now you had all this this overlap, and from from playing shows together, going to shows, seeing each other's bands play. So how did the discussion start to say like, here's what I've got brewing inside of me. Do you want to hop on board and we can do run hide fight? Yeah, so Cause I was because it wasn't there, done by Craigslist. Say, no, it was all. I would say that's all Christine because I was like like a like a luddite hermit in the basement with recording songs by myself and trying to play everything. And eventually, it was like um, you know uh, our our common friend and the luthier that built my custom guitar, which we can talk about later, Chris DePinto of DePinto Guitars, um, had told Christine that I was looking for someone to play with and she was looking for someone to play with too. We had, you know, known each other back in the day, but she, you know, I shared these songs with her that I would have held on to until they were perfect. But she was like, Oh great. I shared them with JT and he loves it. He's on board. And I, I just, you know, and my stomach did like a flip, like, Oh my gosh, brother JT, ah, <laughs> you shared my, you know, it's like showing the man, my, you know, my socks out of the laundry or something. But, right. I guess, you know, like, that's, uh, people who work on music understand what sketches are, you know, what a demo is, and um, originally we had um, Cheshire Augusta from Sneaking Lizavetta, um play our first two shows as a drummer. Um, that was just kind of like, she was being a really good friend, just trying to help me get out and playing again, because I'd taken a, a good while off, and um, we happened to catch John at the right time between projects. And and they said we had all shared bills before. I mean, this is like in the late 90s, but we knew each other. And it's also like we've all been on tour and been in different sorts of bands. And this is like, um, I don't know, this is like the easiest, most drama-free, like, let me knock on my own head situation. Sure. Maybe we've grown up. I don't know. That's that's quite a lot to say there. It's a huge statement. But it just, uh, it gelled. You know, everybody's a great musician, but it's like personality-wise, it's really fun too and easy. Yes, the you know? the, the more I I speak with artists uh, in bands, the more people would want to have 
a drama-free band. It's great to have incredibly talented, surround yourself with incredibly talented musicians, but if we can all focus on what we're trying to do together without the drama, it makes the music so much better. Right, because who has the energy? I mean, like, I think at a certain time in my youth, like, I mean, seriously, like in my late teens, I was like, oh, this is what this is, this is what the scene is about, man. And like, you know, um, and I quickly realized, I was like, oh, wait, no, it's not, because it just takes my focus away from what we say we're here to do, which is to rock mightily, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so tell you what, let, let's do this. Let's give people uh, sort of a little sample of what Friday night in New York City is going to be like and what Saturday night in Philadelphia is going to be like. So let's see if we can play a track from everybody who's going to be on the bill and then we can come back and we can chat a bit more about being on Hidden Volume Records. Um, and I know later in the show, we're going to play another artist who had a custom design guitar for her. See if you can figure that one out. I bet you know who it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'll leave that little teaser out there for you. Uh, and for everybody else. And you are listening to The Road Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn, and this is Teen Cobra.
that, my friends, is a killer stinking lineup. Run, Hide, Fight, The Electric Mess, The Primitive Finks, Team Cobra, all playing Friday night in New York City at the Parkside Lounge, Saturday night in Philadelphia at the Barbary downstairs. Eight bucks in New York City, seven bucks in advance on Saturday night, $10 at the door. Yow. And I, I think despite The Electric Mess song, people will get out of the show alive, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> It's it's okay. I was I was just rambling. I was just absolutely <laughs> rambling. No problem. Did you just say, are we going to get out of the show alive? <laughs> well, because the Electric Mess song is no oh, one gets yeah. out alive, right? And so, but no, if you go to the show, you will get out alive. You will just have a great stinking time <laughs> hearing high energy, raucous rock and roll for however exactly. long the show is. You will be so energized that you will find yourself heading down the highway to Philly the next night to get yourself some more because you want because more. You won't be you you won't be able to stop yourself you'll be like I need this rock and roll fix <laughs> and then we'll have to tell you all right well then the next time we're playing you'll have to go to Bordentown New Jersey to Randy Now's man cave <laughs> on December 15th yo and yeah and that's uh that's going to be a very small show there i think only about like 25 or 30 people fit in there. So if you want to go, <laughs> so you get in, your tickets. Intimate is the word we're looking for for that show. <laughs> intimate, intimate. Yes. Oh, dear. What did, what did I say? No, no, uh, no. Yes, cozy, cozy. 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 Sure. Yeah. So a question. Hidden Volume Records. Woohoo! I'm pretty sure the last Hidden Volume Records sort of uh, show I went to there's a merch table. They're going to have lots of stuff there from a lot of other bands on the label. Uh, be able to pick up your single. Be able to pick up other merch from Run, Hide, Fight. I certainly hope so. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, you know what? Um, uh, Hidden Volume is having another double dose of Hidden Volume night. And I think the merch table is going to be there. No. Um, in two other cities on the East Coast, That's the so same wrong. Friday and Saturday. So wrong. Yeah, and Scott, <laughs> who is yes. who, who owns the runs the label, is playing those nights. But what we will have <laughs> that he has also are these um, silk screened posters, a limited run of the silk screen posters that that um, he designed that are really beautiful. The double and dose of dynamite got, ones. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Batgirl kind of yep. situation going on there. And some people have actually written about written to us about the poster of all things. So it's like, yeah, it's pretty cool, I guess. I, I mean, I think it is, but it, it's cool enough that somebody wanted to You're like, yeah, make sure that it was for sale. So yes, we'll have like twenty five of them. <laughs> the music better. Got twenty five. <laughs> no, no, yeah. My 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 question is, how long after you all decided that you were going to sort of make a group? Did you say, well, if we're going to do this, let's record? Was that was well, that a, um, was that the original goal right away? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we've all been around in bands enough that it's like, well, if we're gonna, you know, we've got music and and it's it's so much easier. We don't have to, you know. I mean, I do have like a two inch tape downstairs somewhere. It's probably <laughs> melted, but it's so much easier to do it. We um we have a lot of friends in the area, and I knew Pete Donnelly from the Figs from back and being in another band we had played together at the end of the 90s in, like, Chicago at this place. I don't remember. I think it's, like, called the Fireside. It was a bowling alley, actually. And um, we've known each other since. I played a lead on a 
song on the Palais record, uh, the double album of the Figs, and he has a studio here just uh, across the bridge in Mont- um, called Westmont Studios, just in Haddonfield. So that was a natural fit of somebody that would know the sound that we're going for and that I'm comfortable with. And, um, you know, we were just ready to go. It was it's e- It was easy because it's not... I mean, it's very organic rock and roll. It's not like we have to orchestrate all these, you know, crazy tracks and figure out how are we going to make, you know, how are we going to conjure up this idea that we can't do? Like the the tracks are just as we play them live, you know. Yeah. Um, which makes it better than the than the studio than the pre studio demos that I had done, where I was like, okay, there are seven vocal tracks and you know, <laughs> like eight layered guitars, and it, that can sound really cool. But that's just not what this band is. Right. So we were ready. We were ready. And um, the question was, was like, you know, are we going to record an EP? Are we going to record a an album? And uh, we were ready to go with Hidden Volume for a single. And I thought, you know, like, well, that's a, a natural way to start as well. It's just to, you know, dip in with two songs and see where that goes. And I think if you see our set, there's kind of, there's a break where I, I changed guitars. Like some of them are really a lot more straight up of a different type of 12 string sixties kind of sound. Mm-hmm. And then I switch to a, a vintage Gretsch and it becomes more stooges. And so I think the hidden volume single is definitely the former part of that set. And and so when we record next, I think when we record more, we'll, you'll, you know, that's perhaps a direction we'll go in. Right. It's a Stooges style, <laughs> well, punk rock style. Well, I mean, I think it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a question that nobody really sort of has the answer to about what to sort of initially throw out there. I mean, if you do a single, you certainly need to have enough other stuff to back you up for a live set. Um, do you want to wait and drag it out for a whole album, but no one knows who you are. And then you put an album out. I mean, in this day and age, it, it is very sort of, difficult to come up with the correct answer but i think you know the sound that you have on the single is very captivating and i think for people who listen to it leaves you wanting more without sort of saying like okay i'm I'm done with these guys for a while i'm like no 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 no. i really like this so i can't wait for the next one to come out that's great i mean you know and i'm so glad to hear you say that and it we do have more of that it's it's, (laughs) it's kind of a question of like how to marry you know well, this set marries the two well, but that's definitely, you know, with Hidden Volume, Scott really thought that that was the sound that went with his label more. And so I was, you know, we had it. So I gave him the, you know, I sent him the, the demo that's still up on SoundCloud that, <laughs> you know, I was recorded downstairs in the, you know, a playroom. Um, and uh, he picked one of the songs. And the A side is actually a song that I had written when I was, like 19 um and i just started playing guitar i was a drummer before and it was just like well you can tell that i like the kinks (laughs) (laughs) you know and i just like kind of left it at that and scott really liked because i love you and i thought well what else might he like oh well i've got this you know and it was actually something that dionysus had been interested in in the late 90s but um i decided to break up that band because i think i was uh, young and full of drama to tell, to tell you the <laughs> truth. So, you know, yeah. No, I, I understand that. Now, so my, my, my question then, were you able to figure out sort of who else might be somebody who had a custom guitar designed for them? So somebody who's some near ideas. and dear to both of us. Okay, go ahead. 
Okay, well, one, I was just thinking, like, I don't know if you're talking about St. Vincent, because she's not really near and dear to me. I mean, I know we know some people in common, perhaps, that play with her, but it's just that I don't really dig her music so much. Sure. Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, 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 not a, not at all. Okay, no. okay, because the other one I was thinking of was like, well, it's probably not Joan Jett with her, with her, you know, red velvet hammer pickups that are dropped into that guitar from that guy from the Raspberries, right? No, 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 no. Uh, it was Wanda Jackson. Oh my gosh! Uh, yes, I love Wanda Jackson very much. I didn't know that she had a custom um, rig, which I absolutely love that story. Tell me. That. <laughs> well, I, I, I obviously can't tell it as, as as well as Wanda Jackson. And for for people listening, if you have an opportunity to go see Wanda Jackson live, they need to. You need to. It's like a love in. Because she is just so special and so amazing and so fantastic, fantastic. But uh, during one of the shows that I saw her with, she um, talked about how I'm not sure who the company was, but that the first guitar designed for a woman, because Wanda was relatively shapely, and it's funny seeing somebody who's 80 plus years old sort of just describing about why there's going to be a deeper cut on her uh, guitar to sort of, you know, allow her bust to fit over top of it and allow her to do the same type of stuff. Like, but it's like, oh, my God, you are so cute. And here you are telling this story um, and you're 80 whatever years old. So my wife and I go to see her whenever she's in town and she, you know, is fantastic every time. Oh my gosh, I totally, totally love Wanda Jackson, and I, I emulate her style at different times. And believe me, I would, I would enjoy a, a deep cut on a guitar there. <laughs> I just kind of, I just kind of drop the, the strap a little bit. Sure. But, you know, who knows? I mean, she, that lady knows what she's doing. She so does know. I gotta, what, uh, yeah. What, what, what she's doing in a big way. So. Let, let's hear, um, here's what I would like to do. I'd like to hear, actually, from, from Wanda, because she is the queen of rockabilly, and we can't talk about her oh, and, yeah. and, and not play. And the song we're going to play is what's going to be going on on Saturday night uh, and Friday night here in New York City. And then we're going to follow it up with uh, another one of those demos, not to sort of put you on the spot or anything uh, about that. And then we'll have an opportunity to, to chat uh, briefly one more time. This is what's going to be going on on Friday and Saturday night at the Double Dose of Dynamite. This is... There's a party going on. You're listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn.
Get lost. We don't want people to get lost. We want people to come to the Parkside Lounge on Friday evening. Definitely get get found. Use your GPS. (laughs) Put in the Parkside Lounge and get your rear end to the show for some rock and roll. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Again, Scott put this bill together. Kudos to Scott. Fantastic bill. Fantastic lineup. Uh, Incredibly exciting show for people to get out and see and again it's it's best to go to run hide fight band.com for all things yes run hide fight run hide fight yes all run hide together. fight band all yes together. all yeah yeah <laughs> avoid the avoid the trauma and drama <laughs> of the google search of the random google search yes so that was so get lost was sort of one of those examples of your demos that that you did with the voice uh, the layers and all the rest of it, right? That's right. Although, you know, um, Jason Kokornis is the drummer on that track. Like at the end of it, um, I was just, I hadn't played drums in like 20 years. So it it was really taking me forever. And my friend who was recording this stuff was only in town from Portland for a few days. So I just, instead of wasting an entire day trying to do a drum track, I just, we just asked Jason to come over and then he just, laid the drum tracks on at the end for everything that I had, which was amazing because it was so out of time, but he's just like a good guy and a genius in that way and just somehow made it work, you know, so. And he's not a jerk. He's definitely not a jerk. (laughs) He is not a jerk. (laughs) Well, that is definitely good to go. Um, That's good to know. That's one of the things I like about (laughs) your, like, the songs. There is that sort of, like, very nice undertone of just, I don't know, I want, I, can I use the term bitterness? I can, I can be extremely, I can be known to be a bitter individual. Can you imagine that? I'm also very charming and I can be really happy, but oh my gosh, this, we played in DC on Saturday and I don't know like <laughs> how this, this young lady got to the show, <laughs> but, and Team Cobra was playing that night too. And she came up to me after the gig and she's like, can I ask you a question? Are you angry? I get the feeling that you're angry. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, where did she come from? Has she like never heard of punk rock? Or maybe she just like walked from the Barbie playhouse into a sorority and then out on out onto the street in, into our show. I was like, Excuse me, ma'am, what's the problem? <laughs> well, how, however they get impulse? there. <laughs> however they get there is all we're concerned about. 
Yeah, I was just I was just like um, confused because I think too for I don't know like there are all these different kinds of stereotypes for women in music and there's a lot of people that are like oh we don't want to hear pe- women being unhappy or oh women should <laughs> oh, just yeah. be like um, you know just like these shrill sex demons or whatever and you know or what it's just like what about this rest of these feelings that we have and there's things like humor and of course there's bitterness and there are like there are all of these other kinds of feeling different ways about stuff like not just being like i hate all men or i love all men or i hate all women i love all women it's not like that you know i mean maybe i have changed since my days of listening to black flag all the time but it's just like there's there's a little nuance in there. Right. I think that the bitterness is, okay, that's genuine. Um, but there's also some humor in there because it's like if, you know, I, I certainly don't always let that part of myself out, but there is a place for it. And it's certainly in this character that, like, appears when I'm playing in this band. It's like she's there, and then I don't remember the set, and then it, and then she's done. <laughs> and, and, like, it's its its, its own thing, you know? It, it's so. almost it's almost like you're, you're saying that it's almost like you can see the last song that we're going to close out with um, because uh, the artist who we're going to close out with, uh, Louise Distress, and her new song, Street Revolution, is um, nowhere near that whole sort of niceness. Uh, she's from London, UK, and she's been you know, sort of referred to as the modern day uh, Joe Strummer. And so it's funny to hear you say that um, without even knowing what we have queued up to be able to to play to get ourselves out of here. So I, I don't know. I, I find myself incredibly attracted to that brutal honesty uh, that comes out of that type of music. And I hope and I look I, forward to Friday. I look forward to it, too. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> and then we'll talk about West Virginia. Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Gita, thank you so much for, for calling in. I'm glad everyone's safe um, and we got our priorities in the right order. Look forward to seeing you on Friday and anybody listening in the Philadelphia area to go out to the show on Saturday night. This is Street Revolution by Louise Distress. You have been listening to The Roden Hour on Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey!